What is the real truth about what's happening along the U.S. southern border? Let's talk about it right now. Hey folks, Chuck Holton here. Thanks for watching The Hot Zone. Uh, I've been on the border with uh, the, the U.S.-Mexican border in El Paso this last week reporting on the uh, expiration of Title 42 and what that means for America. Now, there are a lot of reports going around and there's a lot of confusion among the people I've talked to about what's actually happening along the border. So let's talk about what I've seen. First of all, I just wanna show you a few of the sound bites that I've uh, cut uh, this week talking to people along the border. Then that'll give you a flavor and then we'll come back and talk about it. Here you go. The neighborhood of Venezuelan guys hanging out here, downtown El Paso, right across from the church. Been talking to these guys about the process because they turned themselves in and were able to get paperwork that tells them when they have a date to appear before an asylum judge here in the United States. The interesting thing is every one of these guys was given a different city. They didn't choose the city where they're supposed to go. The the immigration official chose the city where they were supposed to go. And so we have guys going to Chicago. We have guys going to Denver. We have guys going to Florida. We have guys going to New York. We have guys going all over the place and they're given a bus ticket. So they're waiting here for their bus ticket. All right, Mark, where are we at? Right now we're standing right on the Mexican-American border. <laughs> actually, and, I think well, we might, you might actually, actually be in Mexico right oh, now. Yeah, I, so, I'm in the United States. You're a lawbreaker, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you can see that this is the wall that Trump actually had built, but now... Um, it just can, ends. Yeah, and you can just walk right across. And so, like, if you look over there, there's a hilltop and there's people just walking to and fro and just to go pick up the milk in America then go back into Mexico. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not just milk, but... <laughs> we saw a coyote up there uh, with some binoculars guiding people across and, and there's a border patrol guy right down here in the valley and he's watching all of this and keeping an eye on those guys. They just tried to pick up about seven migrants and those migrants saw the border patrol guy and ran back into Mexico. They would much rather be gotaways at this point because once they get into the United States, they can just disperse and go anywhere they want. And as long as they don't get arrested, they can live there the rest of their lives. Uh, the ones who do get picked up, though, what happens to them? 90% of them actually don't get an asylum because they don't have an actual um, a case that's, that's worthy of an asylum. But often they're actually sent to, to um, different places across the U.S., like Denver or Chicago, and, 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 and they're waiting to find out if they're actually going to get their asylum. That's correct, and they have to wait for years most of the time now because there are 2 million people in line yeah. uh, in order to try to get an asylum hearing. And so... It's almost just like theater. It's like kabuki theater at this point. These guys come across, whether or not they get caught by the Border Patrol, doesn't matter. Yeah. If they get caught, great. If they don't get caught, great. They know they're gonna get released into the United States. And so they know that no matter what the Biden administration says, no matter what Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says mm -hmm. about the border being closed, well, we're standing right here. This border is not closed. Is this border closed? No, it's not. Look, you're in Mexico. I'm in the United States. I can punch you from the United States, right? I mean, this this is how open the border is. You can just walk right across. And there literally are tens of thousands of people every day coming across this border into the United States. 
Uh, and if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. And if you really, your heart kind of goes out to these these patrol agents here because they honestly, like, they have to sit around and just babysit this this these different parts of the wall that have not been built. And 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 that's just it's such a waste of time. It's a waste of manpower. It's a waste of um, just resources. Yeah. And it's really sad. It's not what they were hired to do by any stretch. These guys were not. They didn't sign up to be the welcome wagon. They signed up to secure our borders. And they're not being allowed to do that. They're being handcuffed. Yeah. They could they could secure the borders if they were allowed to, but they're not being allowed to. This hastily erected section of border fence is very busy at night because of these holes you see here. And this isn't part of the border fence that was not completed under the Trump administration because he was blocked from doing so. And they left all these construction materials just laying around in the desert for the last couple of years. But now the Biden administration is hurriedly and hastily trying to complete parts of this fence because of the massive wave of migration that has been caused by the Biden policies. It's just after midnight on the 12th of May and Title 42 has officially expired. We're right here on the border wall just north of El Paso. And tonight we've seen Border Patrol, law enforcement, National Guardsmen, helicopters and even drones patrolling this border and We've seen Mexican police patrolling the border on their side as well. So that might have something to do with the fact that we're not seeing this massive wave of migrants coming across illegally, but that may change in coming days as migrants figure out the loopholes and exemptions that have been written into this new policy. Well, and then they pass that knowledge on to the next group of migrants and they just get better and better at it. Uh, so everybody had to kind of refigure out how to game the system once they changed from Title 42 to Title 8. Now, uh, we are seeing a spike in people coming across. Now, here's something that I think is kind of weird. Um, you know, the new rules say that they have to come through a legal port of entry. Otherwise, they're going to get kicked out and, uh, you know, for five years minimum, barred from coming back to the United States. Now, that's kind of an empty threat because a lot of these people throw away their passports or don't have any documents anyway. They get picked up by the Border Patrol. They get kicked out immediately, sent back to Mexico. They just go down to the next hole in the fence and try to get in again. And they just keep doing that until they get away. We talked to people that had already tried four, five, six times to get in, and they're going to keep doing that. Um, that's one thing we are seeing now as people are figuring out the new rules is that uh, you're just seeing a lot more people not turn themselves into Border Patrol, not not try to uh, get asi claim asylum or anything like that. They're just saying, I'm here and I'm coming in. And they just crawl through a hole in the fence and off they go into the interior. Another thing we're seeing is that the Mayorkas administration is coordinating with the Mexican government to take these people and gather them up at certain points in Mexico, put them on a bus, and then bus them up to a legal port of entry even though they don't have visas, they are not. They have no right to enter the United States. They 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 can't come in legally, but the Mayorkas administration is pre-clearing them, driving them up to a legal port of entry, and just letting them free into the U.S. Uh, we are seeing that that is happening uh, without a doubt. Uh, there are still uh, people that are showing up between ports of entry. This is the thing I don't get. You have these legal ports of entry, which is the right place to come in if you're going to do it the right way. And they can't come into those places, but if they come in between those ports of entry, then they theoretically are going to get kicked out and can't come back for five years. But there are places where the Border Patrol stays at like different gates and things, 
and they have people there, and the migrants continue to swim across the river, jump across the border, uh, whatever, and turn themselves into Border Patrol right there. Border Patrol then, rather than saying, no, you can't come in, go back, you know, stay away, they just put them on a bus and then bus them into the U.S. and process them and then kick them back out again. It's weird. Like, why would they even bother? What's that fence for anyway? Why don't they just tell them, sorry, you can't come in here. you got to go to a legal port of entry. That's it. But instead, they're handcuffing them, patting them down, and sticking them on a bus. It makes no sense. Uh, we are seeing a huge spike, like I said, in people that are jumping across the border and just running for it. Here in Douglas, Arizona, where I am now, uh, we saw... Uh, Border Patrol was very busy the other night with helicopters and units all over the place chasing down migrants who were jumping the fence. Um, we went hiking yesterday in a state park up near here that's not too far from the border, and we saw what I'm virtually certain was a cartel scout uh, because we know that what the cartel does is they've got scouts on public land here in the United States, uh, and they have radios, and they are, go up on mountaintops, and they keep an eye open for law enforcement, Border Patrol, whoever, and then call it in. And they have guys with radios that are directing traffic in real time and telling the either the guides guiding the migrants or the trains of drugs with, with coyotes and guys you know that are carrying backpacks full of meth or heroin or whatever, fentanyl. Um, and they just route them around the Border Patrol or route them around anybody that might get in their way. And we saw a guy up on a mountaintop and he was watching us very closely. And then he saw that we were looking at him and he jumped down and went and hid. Uh, so virtually certain that was, a, that was a cartel scout. Suffice it to say, it's not exactly slowing down the traffic coming through here. Now, the Mayorkas administration is going to claim that it is. It's going to claim that, that we're, we're claiming victory because we made these changes and the numbers are going down. Uh, they're not going down right away, but they, they probably will at some point. But keep in mind that part of the reason the numbers are going down, the part of the way that the Mayorkas, uh, the Mayorkas uh, uh, Homeland Security Department is lying with statistics is that they are pre-clearing people inside Mexico, inside Colombia, inside Nicaragua, inside Guatemala, putting them on buses and airplanes and taking them to the interior of the United States right through the border or over the border and then they don't show up on the blotter for illegal entries, even though they are still illegal in a, in a sense in that they don't have a visa, they don't have a work permit, they're not allowed to be in the United States, but they are giving them temporary asylum until such a time as their asylum claim is adjudicated and letting them stay in the United States until that time, which could be out to 2026. And so... This is an executive level decision. That's not Joe Biden doesn't have the right to make a decision like that, but he's as he's done with so many other illegal decisions he's made. He's made the decision, run with it anyway. They know it's being challenged in court, but they are, will tie it up in court for months or years, and in the meantime they will get millions of people into the United States. That is exactly what's happening without a shadow of a doubt. And it is being done. These people are being sent all over the United States. They are not being, a, they're not being, being given a choice of where they want to go. That was something that was happening before. Now they are being assigned a place to go when they get picked up by Border Patrol. And there, we saw people that were being sent to Denver, to Chicago, to New York, to Florida, and other places around the United States.
that is what's happening. And it's going to keep happening. Uh, if you start to run the numbers, it is truly mind-boggling. We already had something like 22 million illegal migrants, aliens inside the United States before Joe Biden took office. We are looking at, if Biden gets another uh, term, at probably that jumping up to 35 million, which is more than 10% of America, would be illegal aliens. How does that affect our culture? Well, how does that affect our country? How does that affect our, our economy? Well, people who want to get in legally aren't able to do it because they can't get a, an appointment with the embassy, with the consulate, to do so because the, they're, everybody's buried with paperwork from all the illegal aliens coming in. My own daughter-in-law is married to my son, and she's Armenian. She can't get uh, so much as a, a hello from the embassy because they are just packed with, they're completely busy, all of the immigration judges are busy processing claims. We've got two million people in line. It would take years at this point for someone who's married to an American to get a legal right spousal visa to come live in the United States. That's what, what's happening. How, how else is it affecting? It's affecting me personally, not only because it's taken a lot of my tax dollars, but because I had to renew my passport when it was full, and so I sent it in to get renewed, and they're saying it's going to take 13 weeks and I expedited the passport. So I paid hundreds of dollars extra to get it expedited. And it's still going to take uh, 13 weeks, four months to get my uh, almost almost four months, three and a half months to get my passport back. This is supposed to be a first world country. That's not what a first world country looks like. A civilized country has a responsibility. This my livelihood. It's my job to travel the world. And I literally am unable to leave the United States of America for three and a half to four months because the United States is so buried in all of these illegal aliens that are coming across, they can't get to my passport. Um, if I didn't expedite my passport, you're talking about six months it's going to take to get a passport. That's a third world country stuff. That's not what happens in a first world country. That's failed state kind of stuff. That's what you see in Venezuela. If you want to get a passport in Venezuela, yeah, it's going to take you six months. But that shouldn't happen in the United States of America. I literally, if you're going to make it where I have to have a stupid piece of paper to move around the, the globe, then you better, by God, issue me that piece of paper if I need it for my livelihood. And they're not. They're unable to. So that's the effect that we're seeing, and there's a whole lot more. We could go into the economic effects, but that'd take a whole other podcast. So that's all I've got for today. Stay tuned. We're going to be going to San Francisco next week, and we're going to be reporting on the hellhole hell, hell there. We're going to re be reporting on Chinese uh, criminal activity, mafia activity, all across the United States. We've got some really shocking revelations to bring you there. And so uh, stay tuned. Uh, if I'm not posting super regularly and you're not being able to listen to the podcast, a lot of times every day I'm posting sh uh, shorts, I'm posting content on the YouTube channel, and you can also go to chuckholton.locals.com. So please like and share the podcast. Please follow us on YouTube and uh, anywhere else. Uh, we're on all the social media except the Chinese-owned ones uh, of TikTok and Snapchat. So um, come follow us there. Tell your friends. Thanks for watching. We'll see you.